G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. At this time of year, often we're thinking about plans that we might have for the new year. And when I talk about those sorts of plans, usually it's big things, career moves or even some extra study. Sometimes we think about extra study and we think about the sorts of things that we might already be qualified in, that we might get some extra qualifications. Other times when you're a Christian believer, you often will think about the sorts of things you perhaps ought to study when it comes to preparing for levels of ministry that you might not yet feel as though you're equipped to move into. Let's talk a little bit about further education of the theological kind today. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. And Bill, I should say we're on the phone to you today from Perth in WA yep. where you've been doing some training this week with the yep. YWAM outfit in Perth. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Doing a bit of apologetics and ethics. So, yeah, right online with uh, the topic of theological education. And, of course, people who do those discipleship training programs with YWAM, they're interested in preparing for further ministry opportunities and this is why I, I suppose you'd be thinking about doing some ministry training perhaps in a Bible college uh, to be able to be equipped to do those things that you're already sort of understanding you're gifted for but you, you don't feel quite prepared enough. Yeah well that's right there's uh, certainly always a place to learn more to get more education it's not necessarily everybody's cup of tea not everybody is called to get a Bible college degree or go to seminary, get a PhD in theology, but I think, uh, you know, a lot more Christians should be at least open to the idea. Some have ruled it out and said, no way, I'm not going, uh, for various reasons, but, uh, oh well, for some, I think it's God's choice to uh, help get them better prepared to be a better Christian minister, better Christian leader, so... Um, As I said in a recent article, we avoid two extremes here. On the one hand, saying, I want nothing to do with it. And on the other hand, saying, you know, this is the end all and the be all. (laughs) And Bill, you refer to Jesus commanding us to love God with all of our minds. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, we'll know that scripture is about uh, all your heart, all your mind, all your strength. But that bit that talks about our minds, we feel mm. like sometimes uh, that doesn't count, but really it does. Yeah. Well, as, as you say, this is the very words of Jesus. In fact, what's the context? Remember, uh, he was asked one day, what is the greatest commandment? Now, I would think any Christian would be especially keen to know what the greatest thing we can do is. You know, what is the the epitome of God's will for our lives. So thankfully, we had this guy ask Jesus, and he gave an answer. And he said, just as you mentioned, loving God with the totality of our being. So that includes everything, our emotions, our will, our mind. Uh, But sadly, so often Christians kind of leave the mind out. Um, 
almost looked down on it as, you know, uh, well, we have to be suspicious of reason and logic and careful thinking and theology. So um, I think, sadly, a lot of Christians are actually disobeying what Jesus called the greatest commandment. There's a certain sense in which motivation, I imagine, is quite important because for a lot of people it's quite a sacrifice to go and study Mm. theology, perhaps at a Bible college or even a university, and to get a degree and to go on and study that level of academia. But you talk about motives in your article and, and you say you've got to get things right because you don't want to just be wandering around with a certain superiority or intellectual type of... Uh, feeling, you've got to have the right motive for the study that you do in preparation for ministry. Yeah, oh, quite right. As I said, there's always two extremes to avoid. Getting the uh, biblical balance right is always important, and it's easy to go off on one tangent or another. Uh, as I say, some absolutely look down on this kind of education. They think it's, you know, a waste of time, and only carnal Christians would do it. They have a a direct pipeline to God via the Holy Spirit, so they have no need of anybody to teach them or train them. Well, I mean, the Bible makes it clear that one of the gifts he gives to the body uh, is that of uh, the teacher. So if we have teachers, it's obviously we we have students as well. There is a place for learning, uh, whether in church settings or others, so that's kind of the, the one extreme to avoid. But Sure. The other, we well, we know of these people as well. They get a bit of theological knowledge. They become puffed up. They become arrogant. They're so proud of their knowledge and what they know, uh, but they may be a bit cold spiritually, a bit, uh, you know, not exactly the loving disciple of Christ they should be. So again, we got to avoid both extremes. If your motivation is just to learn a whole bunch of stuff so you can win arguments, well, sorry, that's not it. But if your motivation is to say, I I don't need anybody to teach me, well, that's pride as well. So both both kinds of pride I think we need to repent of and ask God, you know, how can we best love him with all of our mind? Bill, you're invited to speak at lots of different Bible college, Bible training institutions. Are there mostly young people there, or are there older people there? And is it better to study these things while you're young, or is it ever a point where it's too late to get into some extra study? Mm -hmm. Oh, look, you certainly get a mix. I've I've done quite a few of these things, as as you point out. Um, At the moment, as we said, youth with a mission. So obviously there the, the focus can be on young people, although plenty of older folks will uh, take these courses as well. Um, I've taught various theology classes over the years where you can have, you know, young 20-year-olds, you can have, uh, say, 50-year-olds, so it's never too late uh, if you feel God is calling you to learn, to get maybe a bit more training, a bit more theological education. Uh, You know, on one hand, all of us should be in a constant state of wanting to learn, to grow, to mature, to become more biblically informed. 
So whether that takes the, the route of, a, a, say, a seminary or Bible school, uh, you need to think and pray it through. But we all should have the attitude of, hey, I sure don't know it all, and there's a lot more I need to learn, and I can learn from others. So uh, that's, uh, I think having that teachable spirit is quite important. And Bill, I imagine there's a good chance that when you are a part of a local church that your pastor or your priest may well have some recommendations as to the direction you ought to go. Any hints on the sorts of things people need to look at, perhaps as safeguards yeah. or some yeah. some uh, preliminary exploration of whatever course, just to make sure that it's on the level? Mm. Yeah, that's a very good point indeed. Uh, there are theological colleges and there's theological colleges. Not all are good. Some are what we would say are very theologically liberal. They don't really believe in the Bible. They may question the supernatural, the miraculous. They may even deny the resurrection. Well, obviously, uh, that's the kind of Bible college you want to give a miss to. They're not going to train you in, uh, well, they'll train you in apostasy and heresy, maybe, but they're not going to do you any good. So you do need to suss out the institution, whether Bible college or seminary and so on, some are very good, solid, conservative institutions, have a high view of Scripture, very evangelical, want to train good Christian leaders who love God, uh, love the Word of God, and will love man. So you do have to check out. Not all Bible colleges are the same. And hopefully, as you say, your pastor may have some recommendations or friends might be able to. So, yeah. You don't just go to the nearest place. You check them out, see, well, it's like going to a church. Not all churches are good. Not all churches are preaching the gospel either. So you do have to look around and get some advice from others. And Bill, at any time, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of Christian believers are in Bible colleges around Mm -hmm. Australia. In fact, I think if we knew the exact figures, Mm -hmm. we'd be quite surprised. Last time I heard a figure, and it's some years ago, there were 15,000 people yeah. uh, who were enrolled in Bible college studies. Now, those not all of those would go on to be the pastors, the senior pastors in their church, but that's not the only motivation, is it, for going and doing some further uh, theological Bible study? Yeah, no, absolutely. There's all kinds of paths you may go on, as you say, some to become a minister, some may become Bible college teachers themselves, some may for the mission field, some may just want their own personal growth and development, they want to know more about their faith, get a better grasp on basics of theology, um, you know, any number of issues you would in a good Bible school, maybe get some classes on ethics or on preaching or apologetics or, you know, church history, these are all important things and sometimes you may just want to know more about them so you can be better equipped, a better Christian. So you don't always have to go on to say some whatever professional or ministerial capacity, but, uh, you know, you may just go for a year or two to uh, better, well, better love God with all your mind. Bill, what do you think it does for the confidence of a believer who has put their shoulder to the grindstone, done some hard yards study, and then they find themselves back into real life. What does it do for the confidence of the Christian believer to be able to engage in the important issues of the day? Well, hopefully it will prepare them very well indeed. Um, 1 Peter 3.15 talks about 
always be ready to give a reason for the hope that lies within you. That's kind of maybe a more general uh, salvation thing, but I think it applies to every area, as you say. You uh, might be talking to a neighbor or a guy on the train and what, homosexual marriage, abortion, uh, how does Islam compare with Christianity? A million topics can arise, and if you do have a bit of that training, you've done a bit of the preparation, you've learned a bit, uh, hopefully you're much better placed to deal with some of these questions, objections, and all that is to, of course, hope to win uh, a non-Christian to the faith or help fellow Christians to grow in their faith. And Bill, just before I let you go, one of the big barriers, I suspect, for people who might be thinking about doing some theological mm-hmm. study is that they may well have been out of school or any mm-hmm. of their past study for years and years and yeah. years. And yeah. it's just too big a hurdle to get over that idea of getting mm-hmm. back into the routine of study. Uh, what's, yeah. what's your hint for people who might be feeling like maybe they're past it? Oh, look, I mean, there's different programs, different degrees, different things you can run with. Some would be more rigorous than others. Uh, You know, if you haven't studied for 50 years and you want to jump straight into a Ph.D., well, that might be something. But, you know, you can get you know, a certificate or a very kind of low-level degree where you don't have to do a, a huge amount of academic work. It can be fairly, you know, go at your own pace kind of thing. There's a lot of online courses as well. So you can do it from the leisure of your own home at your own time. So if you feel God's calling you, uh, you know, I wouldn't panic. Uh, if you can read and write, that's a good start. And if you have a, a hunger and a desire to learn more about God's truth, I'm sure there's a, a program or a school out there that will just nicely fit into what you need. So do some homework, count the cost, get some advice, and really I imagine it's a faith step then to actually pick up the phone or send that email and get some information about what you might be able to do to extend your understanding by doing some Bible college study. Bill, I'll point people to the article that we're talking about today. It's called On Theological Education. You can simply find it at billmuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch. Bill Muhlenberg, thanks so much for taking some time to talk to us again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.